0: Whatever you're facing today, Pastor Ray Bentley has good news. This life and all of its problems are just temporary.
1: Listen, the king is coming, the kingdom of God is coming. Get ready to meet your creator, get ready to meet God, get ready to go to heaven. And the devil cannot stop the coming of the kingdom. He's already defeated 2,000 years ago. The cross and the resurrection, he is defeated. Are you willing to tell other people about that? The king is coming. Spread
0: Welcome to Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel, to the whole world. Each of us has been commissioned, deputized, to help spread the word that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We're modern day John the Baptists, called to share this great news. But life can become so daily, we can forget why we're here. Well, a good reminder today from Luke's gospel. Here's Pastor Ray.
1: Luke chapter 9 we're going to just go through the first uh, nine verses of Luke chapter 9 talking about the kingdom of God because Jesus sent his disciples out into the world to proclaim his kingdom had come and basically that's uh, I want to apply this tonight we're not going to just talk about what Jesus said and did 2,000 years ago but tonight that we are unleashed as it were into this world and we have we have a message and that is the kingdom of god has come and that has never been truer i mean if it was true 2000 years ago it's never been truer than it is today yes there is a sense in which the kingdom is coming when jesus is seen physically visibly upon the earth but in as we'll see tonight the kingdom has come wherever jesus is the kingdom has come and the king has come to the hearts of those here tonight that are ready to hear his word. Amen? Amen. Okay, Luke chapter 9, beginning in verse 1 says, Then he, Jesus, called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So Jesus is empowering his disciples and he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Power, and I put this into your notes, speaks of capacity or energy or force. Authority is the right to use that power. Even if you are... um, a new believer in Jesus Christ. Because it has nothing to do with us or how, you know, spiritually great and and how much advanced we have become or mature even as believers. Because it is in the presence of the Holy Spirit, uh, the glory of the Lord that dwells inside of you. And the risen Jesus, He is alive. He is risen tonight. He is still risen, he is still alive, he has conquered death, he has defeated Satan. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we are able to come, delivering people from demonic strongholds and power, and also to pray for people that God would would heal them. And I want you to realize that same power and that same authority is yours in the name of the Lord. You can go out and pray for people. You can go out and, and uh, you know, cast out devils, should that be the case. And I experienced that myself when I was a young man, a young believer, and living in the house of Psalms, and there was a sister in that particular uh, Christian commune that I lived in. I saw then, this is before I was a pastor and before I had a ministry, um, I was a, a, just a believer in Jesus Christ. I was on the beginning of the road to where I am now. And uh, so I went into this situation where there was a, a young man, he was pretty tall, he was over six foot tall. I'll never forget it. I can see it right now, laying down on a, on a water bed. <laughs> that, that dates me. <laughs> a water, water bed. Here's this guy. Yeah, it was his 70s, so... Anyway, and I, and I felt, I felt, you know, I felt it. Uh, the, the, the demonic stronghold as, as we walked into the house. And it's very, very interesting that you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit within, and you can almost feel the animosity, anger, and fear of the demons on the outside. And as I walked into that place, and very cautiously, because I had not really had to deal with this in quite that way before, and, and then confronting uh, this poor man who was, uh, you know, he was strung out on drugs, um, but as he was talking, you could hear the voice and, and the spirit coming from him, the torment this poor guy was from, and being able to see Uh, Even with my youth and and trepidation and cautiousness and, you know, some human fear, and yet stepping out in faith when I touched him, after writhing literally on that stupid waterbed like a snake and spitting and cussing and cursing and and angst and torment, and boom. when When I put my hand on him, calm as a baby, rebuking in Jesus' name, the demons that were tormenting this poor guy, and watching them obey was, if I can use the word, a rush uh, for being a young man and seeing, wow, it's real, Jesus' authority and his power. I can only imagine the experience for these apostles who went out now, and it was one thing to be with Jesus, he's the Messiah. He's definitely other than us. Holy, prophet, virgin birth, miraculous. He opens his mouth, heaven comes out. I mean, the wind and waves obey him. Yes, of course, the demons know who he is and they scream. When he's around, oh, son of David, why have you come to torment us before the time? And, and seeing him touch people and heal them, but now, very, very different story when the apostles go out and Jesus is not with them. He sends them out. And now demons are screaming, begging for mercy, because they have come in the power and authority of Jesus Christ. What it must have been like for them as these demons are screaming and they are terrified, not because of the apostles, but because of who dwells within them. What was it like for them when they laid hands upon some poor soul that was lame or sick with a fever and then to watch instantly, miraculously, powerfully, supernaturally, kingdom authority being released through their hands and healing the sick in the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, that, that must have been, and again I'm putting it in modern English language, a, a rush in one sense. It's kind of like, you know, we, we, the interesting thing, life provides some interesting experiences of power. And I think of, uh, these are silly analogies, but they're human analogies. Uh, when you're a little toddler and all of a sudden a little person discovers uh, the power of the remote control which has happened in my house on several occasions with my little grandchildren, One, and then not you know, knowing where they are because they're off in some corner, and the TV's going off and on, you know? What, how is this, you know? And then seeing you know, little Quinn running, laughing, giggling, and she's got the power in her little hands, you know? It's a very amazing thing when a child learns they can turn the world off and turn it on with just this little tiny box in their hands. It is also something when you, let's say, reach about 16 and you pass your driver's test and you go for the first time behind the wheel of the family car, you turn on the ignition and you remember the rush of when the engine comes alive. And you are in the driver's seat in control, an an awesome, amazing, powerful experience. And this must have been something, well, you know, those analogies are are kindergarten compared to what these apostles must have felt and experienced because now they are partnering with Jesus Christ and delivering the very same message with the same authority and the same power for He has given it to them. And, um, you know, I, I truly believe the hour has come where we need to bring the message that the kingdom of God has come. It's come through Jesus Christ. Wherever the king is, the kingdom of God has come. That's why Jesus said, for the kingdom, it's not like it'll come here or there. Outwardly, the kingdom is within you. And what he is saying is that wherever the king is, the kingdom of God has come. Wherever Jesus the king is, the kingdom has come. And if it is in your heart tonight, the kingdom of God has come with you tonight. And it comes in you, and it comes through you. And the Lord wants us who are His followers and disciples to go out into the world. I think maybe a little bit we need to turn our concept of, uh, of church even around a little bit. Because the church is not the end of all things. Jesus came to plant the church, but the church is kind of the training ground for the body of Christ to go from the church where they are the various gifts of apostle, prophet and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. The real work of the ministry is when outside the church. Jesus did not say you are the salt of the church. He said you are the salt of the what? Of the earth. You are not to be the light of the church. You are to be the light of the World. And so, um, you know, honestly, too much salt concentrated uh, just burns the tongue. Too much light is like it just it burns in your eyes as well. I mean, the, the, the beauty of salt is sprinkling it. Now, nobody loves salt more than I do. And, and I am constantly blessed. I, you know, I use a lot of salt like on my chips. I know I'm not supposed to, so pray for me. But anyway, uh, I always say I need to bless the chips with the salt. But you can go too far, and you can put too much salt. I know it may seem hard to believe, but salt needs to be spread out. And so, really, God is calling us to go from the church, and and what He came to establish is the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is broader than a church or church service. I mean, we're not to make the whole world into a big church. The church is just the training ground to establish the kingdom, to preach the kingdom, to bring the kingdom, uh, to proclaim the king, and to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is the good news. The good news is really even more than doctrine and, and right teaching, which it is, but it's more than that. It is the person of Jesus Christ. That is the kingdom of God.
0: Pastor Ray Bentley will have more of today's study in just a moment. Pastor Ray's messages continue to reach so many people every day, and we've received encouraging comments from listeners around the country. I've listened to Pastor Ray teach about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, along with many stories from the Bible. I always appreciated how he taught from the Word of God and made it relatable and engaging. I'm glad that his ministry continues. To Pastor Ray's family, lots of love and hugs. And God bless always. It's so encouraging to hear how Pastor Ray's teachings have touched so many lives. If you have a message to share, you can email us, ray at raybentley.com or post a comment on our homepage, www.raybentley.com. And now more of today's message from Pastor Ray Bentley.
1: So then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Such amazing power, this kingdom power. And I just want to encourage you, that same kingdom power and authority is yours. It's available to you in and through Jesus Christ. You can bring the power and the authority of the kingdom of heaven to your school, uh, to your place of work. You know, engineers, that's your calling, maybe that's your career, but, but God may have an anointing upon you to be a discipler. And to use your knowledge and your understanding and and kind of this gift of a brain that you have to be able to bring, because the, the honest truth is that the people in the world are hungry for the kingdom. They really want to belong to God's kingdom, because nothing out there really is working all that well, if you've noticed. They are looking for where does it work? And it's not merely about, you know, getting them all in, as it were, to church, but it's bringing the kingdom to them where they are and impacting them by your life and by your testimony and by your story. And then you bring them here for further, you know, worship and encouragement and and to be taught and fed and built up so that then they too can go out and share the kingdom. So, uh, you know, my hope and my prayer is that, you know, the Lord has been speaking to me a lot. I was gone this last weekend. And uh, I was preaching, asked to to, uh, preach and teach at Calvary Chapel, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Awesome ministry out there, and uh, yet while I was there, God spoke to me about Maranatha, but He spoke to me also about the city of San Diego and what God wants to do to the city of San Diego and to bring the message of His kingdom to the city of San Diego and to the farthest corners of it and at every community of it and, and that I can't do it. I mean, honestly, you know, we're, pretty, we're a pretty big church, you know, and, and here, this is a midweek night and then on, we have a Saturday night service and then we have an 8.30 service and a 10.30 service and there's a lot of people that come here. But quite honestly, this place isn't big enough for what God wants to do in the city of San Diego. And if we continue to have more and, and more people come, which I hope and believe that that will happen, it's not enough. If every church was filled and had multiple services and were filled, it is not enough. It, there's not enough churches. And if every one of them were filled to overflowing and capacity and multi, you know, going to multiple services, that is not enough. Literally... The message for the hour and and we have but a short time. This is the moment, this is the hour. I can't do it, I'm doing my job. My job is to minister to you, encourage you, build you up through the word. But it really is gonna take the body of Christ who go from the church out into the world and to your spheres of influence, your communities, your workplace, your neighborhood, or your school, wherever it may be, You are the ones that must proclaim that Jesus Christ is King. He is risen, he has come, he's done it. His power and authority, his resurrection life are here right now. He can set people free now. And maybe, you know, a little bit, and I take responsibility that we've had events and we have a lot of events and there's nothing wrong with having events or filling stadiums even. It's great to fill a stadium, have a crusade, have a prayer meeting, whatever. But that's not enough. 50,000, 60,000, 70,000 people is not enough. God wants to bring His kingdom to three million people. All three million people as a witness unto them. And you and I as His disciples, you carry with you. You are mobile carriers of the Holy Spirit. You have kingdom power, kingdom authority right there, in Luke chapter 9 verses 1 and 2, to go out, and, and so you are commissioned. <laughs> and do it, take little, just try it, be available, be open, be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when He ministers to you, he, he, He's like a gentle breeze. This is my experience. The Holy Spirit goes, when He wants to lead me, He goes like this. It's like a very gentle breeze. Do you know how easy it is to ignore a gentle breeze? I think maybe a hundred times a day I get direction from the Holy Spirit. Trying to get me to go this way and going that way. Ninety-nine times out of a hundred the Holy Spirit moves in the slightest, the best way to describe it would be just a gentle breeze that you barely, you'd have to be quiet and sensitive and still to feel it. But if you go with it, maybe I only listen to and and follow two or three of those little breezes. But there's 97 other times that if I would have gone with that thought, that intuition, that instinct, that gut, that feeling, that leading, that guiding of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that that what the apostles did is they, they were able, you know, like Paul and Barnabas. The father could just go, watch this. And, he could blow, and they would go that way. he could go, watch this, and they would go that way. And so I think that the, the Father, you see the Holy Spirit is awesome, he's powerful, he is dynamic, he could blow through this place just like he did, like Jesus did in Galilee and with the apostles, shook the whole place up. But he, doesn't, he's, he can blow with gale hurricane force, revival. You know, everybody's praying, Lord, Lord, revival, revival. And the Father is saying, I want to send revival. I want to blow. I want to send my spirit out in might and power. But I got to have a place where I can trust. So with the little tiny leadings and guidings of the Holy Spirit, if he can find a few that will just be easily guided by those little gentle breezes, then the relationship is built to such a point where then one day he'll just go, "Okay, you're ready, watch this and Acts chapter 2 and a rushing mighty wind and they go out into the streets and preach and 3,000 souls are added into the kingdom. Amen? I hope you hear what the Spirit is saying to us tonight. Okay, so they preach the kingdom has come. Now listen to this, verse 2. The real work of the disciples was to preach the kingdom has come. The real work was not to heal the sick and cast out devils. That was incidental. The real work was to proclaim and to preach, the king has come. And therefore, the kingdom has come. I am telling you, the the king has not only come, the king is coming. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon. And there's a sense in which the kingdom of God is on its way. And we can see it lining up. And the biggest central reason why is because of this little tiny nation called Israel. There's so many signs and trends that that seem prophetic, and they are. But the one thing that puts it all together is Israel. And therefore, there is a a greater intensity to what's happening in the world right now. And uh, basically, our message is, hey, world... Yes, the economy is being shaken up, and the politics of the world is being shaken up. And listen, the king is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. Get prepared. Get ready to meet your creator. Get ready to meet God. Get ready to go to heaven. And there's not a thing the world can do to stop the coming of that kingdom. The devil cannot stop the coming of the kingdom. He's already defeated 2,000 years ago. The cross and the resurrection, he is defeated. And the book of Revelation tells us what's going to happen and what is told will happen is going to happen. And the Antichrist, whenever he arrives or shows up, he can't stop the coming of the kingdom of God either. Do you believe that? Are you willing to tell other people about that? I mean, your your family, your friends, your loved ones, you need to tell them. There's not enough. We can't get everybody that you know and all your loved ones, friends and acquaintances, there's not enough room to get them all in here. You need to tell them. The King is coming.
0: Pastor Ray Bentley, pointing out the importance of disseminating the good news of the kingdom. Glad you've tuned in today here on Maranatha Radio. Now, today's study is titled, The Kingdom of God Has Come. If you missed any part, you can hear a replay on iTunes or at raybentley.com. That's raybentley.com. There at the homepage, there's a place to leave a written tribute to Pastor Ray's life and ministry. And by clicking Media, you'll see the words Watch, Radio, and Devo. Three ways to enjoy Pastor Ray's insights, via video, audio recording, or daily devotions. In fact, at the very bottom of the page, you can arrange to receive Pastor Ray's daily devotions each day, automatically, at no charge and also link to his YouTube and Facebook pages. So why not bookmark it, raybentley.com. And you'll find Pastor Ray's books, including his brand new one, The Final Witness, and The Cyrus Mandate, both page-turning prophetic fiction novels in the Elijah Chronicles series. You'll see End Times Prophecy in a whole new light. And raybentley.com is always where you'll find the best deals on Pastor Ray's resources. You can also donate securely right there on the site. Your investments help bring the whole gospel to the whole world. Our mailing address is Maranatha Radio, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127. Next time, join Pastor Ray for more from our studies in Luke. More from God's Word next time on Maranatha Radio. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return. The whole gospel